0: I'm Katie and I'm Kay and you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. We understand the challenge of dealing with dental anxiety firsthand, but it doesn't have to stop you from getting the treatment you need.
1: At Family Dental Center, they're dedicated to enhancing your dental experience.
0: They have various services tailored to improve your visit, from weighted cozy blankets to ease restlessness to nitrous oxide for relaxation and oral conscious sedation to eliminate anxiety before and during your appointment.
1: The FDC team will work with you to find the best solution for your dental anxiety. Visit FamilyDentalCenter.com or call the Belleville or, Coburg office to learn more. Let's dive into something we've all faced
0: chronic pain. It's fascinating how our understanding of pain has changed. Scientists used to see physical and emotional pain as totally separate. Really? Things are shifting though, right? Big time. Nicola from Diamond Physiotherapy taught me there's a strong connection. The brain's neural system processes both physical and emotional pain using the same pathways. So, our bodies
1: and minds are more connected than we thought? Exactly. Constant communication, sharing the same pathways. That's amazing. Diamond Physiotherapy treats the whole person: physiotherapy, vestibular rehab, psychotherapy, all in one. Check them out at DiamondPhysiotherapy.ca and follow at Diamond Physiotherapy on Facebook and Instagram for more. It's such sleepy weather. It's raining. It is raining. I was just checking the weather for Sterling tonight. Rain. It's yes, just rain. rain all weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't believe you. I refused to believe you until I looked it up myself. Yeah, but yeah, there's gonna Yay. be rain. We're going,
0: we're doing the Santa Claus parade in Sterling, and I'm doing the holidays in the village tomorrow, and it's supposed to rain too. Why?
1: <laughs> rain.
0: Rain. I don't know. I'd prefer snow. Truthfully,
1: honestly, I think snow would be better because then it's like okay, it's well, winter. It's seasonal. Yeah.
0: I know. Well, we'll make the best of it. I think. <laughs> Survive. Uh happy day. Happy Friday. First of December.
1: Day. Great wait. It's it is the first of December. Pinch punch, first of the month. Why is Dallas Smith behind you? Imagine he was actually there. What's up, Dallas? No, I just um, like I was I literally know. just sitting here and then I'm like, why is there a man staring at I me? I think that
0: used to be in the hallway, so maybe it had to move for some reason.
1: Okay, well, if you didn't know, we record in the cool one hundred studio. And there's a picture of Dallas Smith. There I there is a number one country single song. I'm a big Dallas Smith fan. Yeah. It's for autograph. Great song. It's a, yeah. I saw somebody propose to somebody. Aww. He helped them. Why propose at a Taylor Swift concert when you can propose at a Dallas Smith concert? During autograph. Yeah. Like, okay, love. That's romance. Okay. What's going on in your life? Um... Like, you're you're still building tiny furniture. I am almost done. It's getting wild. I have to do electrical tonight. And by that I mean I'm I'm sorry, what? Like there's there's lights? Yes. There's lights and there's a music box. <laughs> so Where'd you get this again? Amazon. Love. Um so yesterday I put vines through the the railings. So I'm gonna add little flowers and then So it's holiday themed. No. Oh okay. It's plants. Those are just plants. It's just plants. It's like a tea shop, but it's teeny tiny. I decorated a tiny cake yesterday with and I had like little lemon slices that I had to cut. Oh god. I am just I'm very into this. Jeanette and I are going to
0: also be crafting, but we're making Christmas tree ornaments because we only have so freaking cute. two. Like we have a little tiny tree.
1: Can I make you a tiny Christmas yeah, we'd tree? Yeah, we would love it. I'm going to make you guys a Christmas tree ornament. Is Geets. I love Geets. Hi, Geets. He's our engineer. Um, also, found out today, Geets was part of like the very first Canadian morning show duo.
0: I think so. I don't know if it was on Chum. I know he worked for Chum. Yeah. So it might have been on the Chum AM, but I, I'm also making that up completely. Isn't he the one that who? He did something else that I was just kind of like, wait, what? Well, he's an engine. He was an. He was an engineer, but mm-hmm. then he would do like cameos on. And he had different characters. That's funny. Yeah. Geats is sweet. I love him. So, should we talk about the fact that we are people's... Yeah. Like, in
1: people's top podcasts on Spotify? I don't think I was prepared. I wasn't emotionally prepared for that. No, like, not at all. If you
0: can't tell, we have a lot of self-doubt. Like, if that (laughs) hasn't come across... Yet we have a lot of self doubt and imposter syndrome. There's a lot of times where I'm like, we just have.
1: I don't know if this is doing any good whatsoever. I'm tired. Like Like two weeks ago, I was done. I was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. I don't want mostly because I was was like in a funk and I was like, I don't believe in myself. Yeah, I think I I feel like I'm not doing the right things. I feel like what I am doing isn't Mm -hmm. impactful. I'm not. And then, and then that happened.
0: I like genuinely I think her name was Heather mm-hmm. who works at f forty five like did it first. yeah, and, and then, I was like th- like those the story we showed of us like our rea- like that was our genuine reaction. Like I was in shock and like had all the warm, fuzzy feels. and then other people started sharing, and I was like, what is happening? What's going
2: people listen like I
0: obviously we know people listen to us based on the download, but I think it was just like the support. I think it's I the, feeling... it's people
1: that I don't know. Mhm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh right, like people. I don't actually. It's not just my friends that are listening. It's not. I was going to say my family, but my family. It's doesn't also listen.
0: like friends who I didn't realize were listening. Yeah, shout out Lana at Murnovich Dental. We were in like her top two, and I was like, I did not expect that. I That's don't know what's so happening. Like, so it's just yeah. It's uh, it's like gives me a lot of feels and I'm like okay we're doing something like we can't stop that and then a very very very
1: nice message yeah that
0: I think we both almost I think you probably cried I I definitely cried
1: cried. but um it was definitely I think this week specifically we needed that it's been a weird I don't know like I don't know what's in the air I'm feeling I think it's because my house is so quiet this week Mm I also I blame a lot on the moon this week the moon's been (laughs) crazy it was really big big it was orange I I on know Monday. people are like the moon. doesn't... I believe in the moon. The moon, <laughs> unlike Matt Rife, <laughs> literally I can't. <laughs> I watched ten minutes of his Netflix special and he started shitting on. He was like the girls with the, the moons and stuff, and, and the, I'm like and the crystals. He's like, the, and I'm like, oh, why is this funny? I think like, the it's thing not funny. Is if
0: uh, yeah, I don't find it funny. But I'm going to give you another comedian that I discovered through TikTok that's like the complete opposite. His name is Daniel Sloss. Okay. S-L-O-S-S. He went on um, Conan O'Brien and like his line was like, masculinity is so funny to me. Like he's a straight white man, but he's like, it's just so funny. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I like
1: that better. But yeah, I'm over (laughs) Matt Reif. I just can't. He's like such a token frat boy. And now being on the other side of it now i see it yeah and i'm just kind of like oh mm-hmm. i get it you weren't making those jokes to be like he went on jordan whoever's podcast jordan jordan peterson mm-hmm. what
0: mm-hmm. like really leading into really the bullshit into it, yeah ew <sighs> don't let's not give him any more airtime no He's trash it it's just You just cut it all out. Cut it out. No. Yeah. Mm. No, because I want people to know about Daniel Sloss. He has a Netflix special, too. I think it's called X. Not related to Twitter. (laughs) More problematic, man. This week's episode is... You weren't here. I wasn't here, but I love this guest. So, it's two guests. We have uh, Ruth Ingersoll. We have Ruth. And Christina from CDC Quinty, Mm -hmm. which is the Community Development Development Council Council of Quinty. Quinty. It's not diseases. No. And they do amazing things. They do the good food box program and the good baby box program and just things really needed in the community. And honestly, again, didn't know what to expect. I was a little nervous. Whenever there's an executive director, I'm like, okay, serious face. Really? No. Love it. Puns. Jokes. Passion, you know, yeah, Christina is everywhere in this community. Like, if Literally. you are at a networking event, she is there. She's, She's a powerhouse, a powerhouse,
1: and um, she has the best neighbors.
0: Yeah, you know, her neighbors,
1: yeah, Olivia's parents. Oh, I love that. So, I guess let them listen, let them listen to the episode. Enjoy
0: people hear CDC, they immediately think Center for Disease Control, but we are here to change that. CDC Quinty stands for the Community Development Council of Quinty. The organization provides food security programs to provide people of Hastings and Prince Edward County access to adequate supply of safe, affordable, and nutritious food without social or economic barriers. Today we are going to learn more about CDC Quinty from the experts. Babes of Quinty please welcome Ruth Ingersoll, the Executive Director, and Christina Kadeva gamble the Funding coordinator. Coordinator. Yeah, yeah. I kept it simple because you guys are the experts, so I want to
2: perfect intro learn yeah. from you.
0: But we start every episode with what is your favorite potato chip? So Ruth,
3: definitely salt and vinegar.
0: Okay, I thought I'm... you were going to say plain for a second. <laughs> oh, Panel. No, my
3: husband likes plain. Get yeah, rid right of us. I, I, I know. I've temp- <laughs> I've been tempted to, but I keep him around. He's good for does other he things. Like a dip, or he's just no. He just likes the plain. And... My mom does. I get. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's really salty. Ruffles
2: or oh yeah, plain, just the plain, just the plain. Because mm. the, the ruffles give it a texture. I find. yeah,
3: yeah. No, he usually just <laughs> eats the plain. He will eat the ruffle, okay. but I mean, I like the plain, like not the ruffled salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar, like the lays, like the traditional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Miss you Vicky's, nice Ms. Vicky's is yeah.
0: those
2: are my favorites. Yeah. They just like. like Raw Break the, in f- the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: we just went to Heartland, New Brunswick, and went to see. You know, they have the longest bridge in the world. There. Oh, my best friend would love that. She uh, loves bridges. Yeah, covered bridge. It's a covered I, bridge in and the world. Crazy. Yeah, in Canada. No, I think it's the world. Okay. And the shortest one as well, which is quite cute. <laughs> covered Bridges. But the, you know the Covered Bridge potato chips? You see them around here? Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen them? Yeah. So they make those. So we got to go and see how they're oh, made. That's
0: And cool. then they
3: give you a bag of freshly made chips, <gasps> which are still warm. Mm. And then they have like 50 different flavors you can put on your chips. Oh, like so you choose your flavor? Yeah. So I'm trying them all because <laughs> yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. And I loved the loaded baked potato chips. We've
0: talked about those. People are fans. We've had people say that before. They're amazing. I wouldn't just buy those. I wouldn't be like, yeah, this is going to slap. No. But I should try try them now. Yeah, you should. Yeah.
2: In St. Jacob's Market, they Mm -hmm. have something like that where they have plain potato chips and then you can choose your Mm. flavor and then they just give you a bag. But we were coming from Ottawa on Sunday and we stopped after playing disc golf for a treat and the kids brought in the car Lay's, like bacon and sour cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They taste just like pork rinds.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that because I don't want to actually eat pork rinds, but.
2: They were that's yeah. in, in Colombia. Yeah. Like you eat pork rinds as a dish. Oh, okay. And then oh. you've got pork rind flavored potato chips. So Ooh. it was like. Closing my eyes and being <laughs> back in my are home the country. pork rinds
0: in Canada the same, or are they way better in Colombia? They're way better. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't even. Surprised me,
2: but the flavor was like, Oh my gosh, like sour cream and bacon! And it's It's quite that sounds amazing. I want those I'm (laughs) I'm gonna gonna try them.
3: Really, you haven't brought them to the office (laughs) yet. What's happening?
2: (laughs) I'm holding out. (laughs) She's like, No, I need this.
0: (laughs) Um, Ruth, can I'm gonna get you both to do this, but Ruth, you can go first. Can you tell me kind
3: of your professional background and how you got to where you are now? Yeah, um. On my first day at CDC, I had, I had decided kind of I wanted to get into um, social work, mm-hmm. social service work, and um, was thinking I was working just at a bookstore at the mm-hmm. time, like just retail, which I enjoyed in my dream which is everybody's dream, I think. Yeah. At one time or another is to own a bookstore with a coffee shop. I mean, who doesn't want to do that?
0: I've never had that dream,
3: but I really? like the idea of I it. I know. Yeah. And so I thought that that would be what would happen. Mm-hmm. And um, my kids were still little, and so you know how you sit down and you think what kind of what would I want in a job? People say just put down kind of what you want mm-hmm. and then look for it. So I thought, well, working 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday sounds like like a perfect job and having a four-day weekend. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? I'm sure you've thought you'd like that. I would definitely like that. That one I agree with. We're we're zenning here now. (laughs) We got this. we got this. So then in the paper, there was this job for the Good Baby Box coordinator. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, non-negotiable, 9 to 5. I'm like, this is my job. This is what I've been looking for. So I went and applied and got the job. And my first day of work, I met everybody and met the ED, and you're know, like, you know, within the first two or three days, I'm seeing her run around, do all the stuff, and I thought, I would never want that position. Yeah, you know, I would never want to be ED. This sounds crazy. I yeah. just like being here in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But of course, you grow, yeah. you learn. I I finished getting my SSW at Loyalist, then the position came open, and by then I was totally ready to take the position and. Went back to university and got my um, Bachelor of Science wow. in um, Community Social Services. What university? I know. University of Guelph. Okay. Did online. Nice. Awesome. And um, actually did a study abroad to Italy through that. Jealous. I, I know. That's so I bet you you've thought of doing that. <laughs> I have. I a lot of my friends did like...
0: A year abroad or like a semester abroad. And I'm like, man, I wish I did that. That would be great. It was very cool. I know.
3: Like it's never. So my um, course through where I've gotten from where I was, where I thought I was going to be and where I am now Mm -hmm. is totally not what I ever thought it would be.
0: When you started with the good Baby, Baby box. box. Did you have any social work experience prior to that? Or
3: was that kind of no. the stepping? Yeah, it was oh, just... Wow. Um, I'd done some volunteer work with some agencies mm-hmm. and stuff you know, before that, but really didn't have any specific social work background.
0: That's so cool. You like grew with the job. Exactly. And so were you the executive director and then you went to university to get... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
3: That's cool. Yeah. I didn't have to have the university mm-hmm. degree, but I felt like I wanted the learning... Um, and I, I learned a lot. I mean, the advantage of how I did my schooling was that, like, in my 30s or, you know, late 30s, I'm doing the yes, Like, I did high school, mm-hmm. obviously. We got through that one. <laughs> we got through that one. And then I did two years of university and then got married. Yeah. Got my MRS degree really early. I was only 20. What's and MRS? Mrs. Oh. <laughs> I know. I like That's to say a that good pe- one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of this degree. I, I know. <laughs> get it.
0: Now should right I put that my behind head. my name? Because yeah, it, it sounds no, like no, a I masters. I know. So I was <laughs> like, that
3: sounds serious. Like what medical degree do you have? I know. Put that on your Master of residential <laughs> so <science>. something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so I didn't I didn't follow what socially people mm-hmm. say, oh, you need to go to high school, you need to get your university degree, then you get a job. Yeah. Um, so I kind of went a different way. Had kids in my 30s, stayed home with them, yeah. and then my work, a lot of my work has been since then. So. That's great. We love when paths aren't traditional because it's so boring when they're just
0: like Exactly. do this and do this. Yeah. Nah.
3: Yeah. And I tell students I teach at the college as well and I tell them all the time you you know you never know where your life yeah. is going to take you and you've got to go through open doors and take mm-hmm. those chances and see if it leads you to where you want to be because mine certainly has led me to where I never ever mm-hmm. ever ever even had a thought in my mind of being executive director for not for profit. Yeah. You so, wouldn't have thought. Who would have thought?
0: That's great. Yeah. I think too we talk about it a lot like when you graduate high school, like, kids should take another year or just f- take a year off. Like, do, don't go yes. right into school. Yeah. It's not. Take a year to learn. Because f- you, you don't know what you really want to do. Like, if you yeah. do, you're that kid and you know exactly what you want to do when you're 17. Great. Yeah. Love it. I was not that kid. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And there's you. a lot of pressure, though, like, from other parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what's your child doing? They've graduated high school. So it feels like a yeah. little bit of a competition. That, yeah. Oh.
0: I'm sure I made my, my parents loved it because I dropped out of university. I went and dropped out after a week and then they had to be like, she dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I went back. And they <laughs> all went, oh, that's nice. Yeah. They're like, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? We love her anyway. <laughs> and Christina, what's your journey.
2: My journey. After I graduated high school, I did a year in business, and it wasn't for me. So I went to culinary school in Atlanta, Georgia, and quickly found that the kitchen was a very male-dominated industry. Mm -hmm. So the women were the dishwashers, the peelers, the prep. So it was very hard to put yourself in a chef hat when Mm -hmm. you didn't have any role models in those shoes so I switched to the front of the house and fell in love with working with people and helping people and finding solutions to problems. Moved to Canada in 2006, and I worked in the hotel industry for a while as a catering sales manager in London, Ontario, and I moved to Belleville seven years ago. Stayed home for a while, and then I worked in a restaurant, Rosemary and Time. For close to five years, back of the house, front of the house, and then I decided that I wanted more in life. And I went back to school to loyalists for public relations and event management. And here I am, never thought that I would be in the non-for-profit because sales was always my thing. Mm-hmm. I was comfortable uh, with being aggressive in sales and You know, you want your wedding? I'll give you the wedding of your dreams. Mm -hmm. How can I help you? And I love my journey. I've learned so much. The not-for-profit sector is something that amazes me every day Mm -hmm. because of all the things that I've learned and the ways that I can help make a difference for the community.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. Everyone we've talked to who works in the not-for-profit sector is, like, so passionate, and I think it's just you guys do very tough work, but you're so passionate about it and like supportive of each other. And it's great. It's, it's really nice to see. And like here, it gives me like the warm and fuzzies hearing about it. Oh yeah, for it. sure. The yeah.
3: sectors work together. We, you know, we barely ever do anything alone. Mm-hmm. You're always working with other non-for-profits or businesses, you know, you're always making connections. And I think that's what has attracted me to CDC as I grew in my position and we started doing more social planning and mm-hmm. more community engagement. And so like there were two or three years that that's a lot of what I was doing because the baby box coordinator now was not me mm-hmm. and or the good food box or I'd already been through all the programs. I've had every job <laughs> there that could ever be. That's pretty much me here. Yeah, it's, I know. Yeah, I love just it. Just working my way through. Yeah, and um, Which helps as, as now the boss because I know when someone comes to me with a problem, oh yeah, I worked that job and I remember that. Yeah, then my, my job became director of community engagement. Oh. And I was just out in the community all the time meeting people and building relationships. That was like my favorite. It is my favorite. Yeah. Because
0: that's where I met Christina, is network, like at networking events. Now I see you everywhere. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So you see everywhere. You go and you have this little like group, and then the goal is to just meet like one or two more people each time. Yeah.
2: I've, the reason I'm everywhere is because when I came into CDC, I knew a little bit of what, I, what they were doing,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but I was, as I was talking to people, they didn't know who we were or when you said the good food box, they said, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but no relation to where it came from or the other good work that the agency does. So I've become an advocate for the agency and every morning I'm like, okay, who am I going to mm-hmm. teach today about the agency and the work that we do? In the importance it has in the community. Because coming from a third world country, and I love telling this story because it's from my heart. Mm-hmm. I came, I come from a third world country and I've seen poverty and hunger firsthand growing mm-hmm. up all my life. And now living in Canada, which is one of the greatest countries in the world, and noticing that people... Are hungry mm-hmm. or don't have where mm-hmm. to live. It breaks my heart. Yeah, and it, it shouldn't happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the smaller the community, the less you should see it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because there are resources that are out, out there and available. So I want to spread you know as much CDC yeah. knowledge as I can, because we need help from the community in order to help the community. Mm-hmm.
0: When you, because you come from a third world country, was it? And you thought of Canada, did you just assume there was like no hunger and like not as much poverty? Mm. Is that like an assumption that is sometimes made?
2: Well, first world, third world, yeah. right? So I grew up spending uh vacations in the states. Mm-hmm. My mom is European, so I've been in Europe. Uh so I never compared to like Florida mm-hmm. or New York, Colorado. I never saw what I saw mm-hmm. in my own backyard. And I remember First, you know, like 2008, we still had to travel to Toronto to meet with the lawyer Mm -hmm. to get our residency paperwork. The first time I saw somebody offering to wipe your windshields with a squeegee, Mm -hmm. that, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: like, it stung. Yeah. Like, not here. Yeah. Right? Because you have this idea that it's not a third world country, that Mm -hmm. everybody has... More money, Mm -hmm. a better life, job security. So that is why I'm like, wait, no, it, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's happening there, it shouldn't be happening here. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it does.
0: I've always said, and this may just be an assumption of mine, like I was in Toronto until I was seven and I knew homelessness was a thing, but you know, I lived closer to the 401. So I never saw it until I was downtown and it was more spread Mm -hmm. out.
3: Right. Um,
0: but I find in Belleville and smaller towns, because it's more compact, you it it's around like it's more around. You're gonna drive by it, you're gonna like see it. And I don't know if it's just like you're more aware of it, but I find like my city friends don't really notice it as much. Like they know it's bad, but then here it's I can really see all the people who need like food support, right. housing support, like it's right. it's right there in front of you and yeah. then you, you feel see it helpless. Daily, right? yeah. yeah, you yeah. do. But, but when which you're small cities when so you, you're
2: in pockets mm-hmm. yeah. in bigger cities, you know, maybe you because can avoid it. there is no bus like city exactly, transport, yeah. or things like right. if you don't have a vehicle you don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's you know we could compare like Belleville to the county. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, you need a vehicle to get out there. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like. And you I always see think
0: about everywhere. like the tourists coming in. They go straight to the county. They're like, oh, it's so like picturesque right. here. And I'm like, you probably think there's not like it's it's great. It's a small town, and it is. But you're. You're in the tourist like realm of it. So yes. You're not seeing the are to day come over the bridge. Come over yes. the bridge. Come on by. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> you're fine. You stay where yeah. you are. <laughs> it's interesting when she talks about poverty because I was raised in poverty. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where our passion comes from, yeah. too. Right? And, I mean, we never went without food. There mm-hmm. was nine kids. Um, but we never went without food. I always had supper. You know, like the Waltons. That probably dates me you know yeah. those kind of shoes <laughs> yeah. shows where they're all sitting around the table eating and together we did that every night we did and that every night yeah yeah but you know we didn't have much else so yeah. i think food even though i always have, i can't imagine going hungry i can't imagine hunger pains at school and not being able to concentrate and i mean I'm one of those people that gets hangry. Yeah. I don't know if you are. I am very much. But I've realized there's been a couple incidences recently, and my husband was like, wow. Like you were really quite hangry. and I thought, really, like because I went, we really need to go. Like I, okay, he was talking with someone, and I'm coming up yeah. desperate, like because I'm not, I'm not just hungry, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. I use that word a lot, yes. and he's always going, "You're not starving, right? <laughs> you know." Like, but I think because you you raised in that without a lot, and I never went hungry, mm-hmm. so I can't imagine and. Food is a big part of my life. I, I'm I'm eating all day. Like she mm-hmm. eats yeah.
2: so healthily, though. Like she brings the most
3: delicious salads to work.
2: It's like I'll I'll pay you to bring yeah, me bring one. one too. Yeah, I
3: me. Mean, yeah, maybe I will. Like you know, I could just start providing <laughs> yeah. salads for everybody at work. <gasps> oh, um, there's your yeah. dream. There's yeah, my no, dream. Not no, coffee have and books, a books. So yeah. a salad bar. Yeah, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On average, 10 to 20% of people experience some sort of dental anxiety or fear. The fear can range from uneasiness to severe phobia, preventing people from seeking necessary dental care and treatments.
0: The Family Dental Center understands and is here to help. Their compassionate team is dedicated to making your dental experience less daunting.
1: FTC offers two forms of sedation to ease your worries. Nitrous oxide, aka laughing gas, and oral conscious sedation. Nitrous oxide is perfect if you're feeling slightly anxious and need to relax. Oral conscious sedation
0: is the next level of sedation. Administered through a tablet, it effectively eliminates anxiety before dental treatment. It requires a babe to drive you to and from your appointment.
1: That's not all. To make you more comfortable and reduce restlessness, FDC also has weighted cozy blankets.
0: For more information on how Family Dental Center can help reduce dental anxiety, visit familydentalcenter.com or call the Belleville, Frankfurt, or Coburg office.
1: I want to talk about something we've all faced at some point in our lives. Chronic pain. I think it's really interesting
0: how our understanding of pain has evolved. Did you know that scientists used to think physical and emotional pain were totally separate? I just recently learned that. Things are definitely changing though, right? Big time. Nicola from Diamond Physiotherapy taught me there's a strong connection between the two. The neural system, that's the brain's control center, actually processes both physical and emotional pain. So when you're hurting physically and emotionally, it's traveling the same neurological highways. That's wild. So our
1: bodies... And minds are way more connected than we thought. They are literally in constant communication, sharing the same pathways. So it's pretty awesome that Nicola and the team at Diamond Physiotherapy are treating the whole person for overall wellness, including physiotherapy, vestibular rehabilitation, and psychotherapy. Exactly.
0: To learn more and get a treatment plan that works for you, visit diamondphysiotherapy.ca and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Diamond Physiotherapy. Can you tell me uh, the
3: history of CDC Quinty? How did it start? Yeah, back in 1989, a group. What? I know, right? (laughs) I I thought it was like 2010. I won't ask you how old you were in 89 (laughs) or if you were even born. I wasn't born. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I was born, but I wasn't part of this group. But there was a group of interested citizens realizing that there was food insecurity back then and what are our poverty levels and. Mm -hmm. So they were um, organizing themselves and did some research into um, what the food security situation looked like here, what the poverty situation looked like. And it ended up forming very grassroots organization, right? Mm -hmm. We were very grassroots formed from this little group of 10 people. So I still have that report. I keep it like really visible on my desk because when you look at it, We still have a lot of the same issues, which is both depressing and interesting Mm -hmm. at the same time, right? Um, so then if we you know, we became a not-for-profit, registered with the charity, and um, here we are, like many years later. And so we first did a community garden, like mm-hmm. actually behind Hastings Manor here. And oh. that was, yeah, that was where the first one was, wow. using that land. And yeah. the food was given out to mm-hmm. people who needed it and programs who were running food programs. That program now has grown to being raised beds that people can... Um, access and just they have ownership of the one mm-hmm. bed they kind of register for. We have 153 of those now around Our, around Belleville, 11 yeah. locations. Yeah, just in Belleville though, yeah. like not even wow. Yeah, so we we're growing. Mm-hmm. Pardon the pun that <laughs> program, um, and I want to see that grow um, a lot more because I think that's teaching people a skill and also yeah. saving them money on their fruits and vegetables, right? But then the next program we did was the Good Food Box. And we packed forty, which was wow. We packed forty good food boxes. Like, I feel like it's a lot more now. <laughs> yeah, it's like third. Yeah, we do two thousand to three thousand a month. Where we were doing, we started out doing forty. So wow. yeah, so that's, that's how wild. much that's grown. Um, And the fact that the programs are open to anybody, Mm -hmm. anybody can participate. They are paying. You Mm pay $10 for a veggie box, $5 for a fruit bag. You're saving money. That Mm -hmm. would cost you $20 retail or $10 retail for each of those bags. So people are saving money and just eating Mm -hmm. healthier, right? And so that's the goal of the program. And where it fits, I think, is a lot of people would make a little bit too much money to use a program where you have to prove how poor you are to use. So those people who are normally falling through the cracks, Mm -hmm. they're working those minimum wage, part-time jobs, maybe working two or three jobs. um, Those are the people that we see walking through our office every day. Mm -hmm. And same with Baby Bucks. It started with doing kitchen table discussions with parents. Uh, what are your biggest challenges? And it was always providing formula for our babies. Mm-hmm. And we heard stories of watered down formula. I wasn't able to eat for two days because I was trying to feed my baby. Like mm-hmm. all those stories, we still hear today. Um, so yeah, it's it's helping people uh, feed their baby, keep their baby on the formula um, for at least the full year. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how all the baby box was born. Uh, pardon the pun again. <laughs> I love um. these puns.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so um so yeah that's it's very exciting and then we're we're branching out more into our social planning work and mm-hmm. so we're doing some asset mapping of the city Oh I saw the maps at the open um, house I Love maps.
0: Oh. I was a geography student, like a social geography student in university. So I walked Uh. in, I was like, a map? (laughs) Let me label this. Like, I got so excited. Did you
2: partake? Oh, yeah,
0: I did. Oh,
3: good. (laughs) Yeah, so we are looking to see what resources Mm -hmm. we have in the community and And hoping to find some that aren't being utilized, either whether it's a person who has a skill set or mm-hmm. land or something that could be used. um somebody needs a building, somebody has a building. Mm-hmm. like I think there's lots of resources that we aren't we we're not aware of and we're not using. Mm-hmm. so that's the whole goal of the asset mapping and um, it is based around food, but we're quite sure. Um, the consultant we're working with has done a lot of asset mapping and, and said like you're gonna find a lot of other connections mm-hmm. which I'd be able to connect you know, X over here with Y over here, find out through interviewing they need this and they have that, they have yeah. this. So I'm really excited about yeah. what we're gonna find in the city of Belleville that we don't know about. There's definitely
0: some hidden gems. It's a it's a good community. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So the good food box, can we just kinda like break it down for people what what it is and what they get?
3: Yeah, so um the sample bag like the one we did yesterday, you get some potatoes, um, two point five pounds of potatoes. You get a bag of carrots. You get a couple onions. Those are the staples that are basically mm-hmm. in every time. And then depending on what we can get good um, deals on, like squash, um, cucumber, green onion. What else was a in head there? Head of lettuce. Head of lettuce. A tomato.
2: Tomato. A green pepper.
3: Green pepper.
2: And local mushrooms. Oh wow! Right. The county. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So for ten dollars. Yeah. So we just priced though this bag out. In Belleville mm-hmm. in, in some rural areas and definitely in Belleville, it's worth an average when you average it out with all the grocery stores, $20 mm-hmm. retail and you pay 10 That's amazing. Yeah, and you can get as many as you want. So Mm -hmm. if you have a bigger family or you just- Because you're paying for it. It's not like, yeah. 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 Or if you're single and you just happen to eat a lot, you (laughs) know, that's okay. Yeah, We don't ask questions. Yeah. Um, And then the fruit bag always has bananas, um, oranges when they're good, pears. um, Apples. Apples, sometimes a lemon. um, That was it. Yeah. So that's $5. So you're getting a bag of fruit for $5, which also we've priced down recently. And it is $10 within the city of Belleville average. Rural areas, Mm -hmm. it's worth a lot more. Oh, yeah. 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 And some areas we go to where we delivered to 20 different communities in mm-hmm. Hastings and Prince Edward so we're getting to some of those little pockets that really have nothing mm-hmm. only a convenience store yeah. they have to drive an hour to get anything mm-hmm. so some of those communities have none of those things available in their community yeah. so that's really what my passion has become is growing that into those pockets that really have nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, we call those food deserts.
0: Yeah. Can you define a food desert? Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of people know what it is.
3: Yeah. So if you're in a food desert, you're at least a kilometer away from a store, which would have at least four of the food groups in it. So a convenience store normally doesn't count. Mm -hmm. So in the city of Belleville, we actually have had food deserts in different areas of the Mm -hmm. city. Um, And then rurally, you have to be five kilometers from one. So um, there's many, many areas rurally that are way farther away than five Mm -hmm. kilometers from a store. And if you think, if you had to do all your shopping at a convenience store, like next time you're in one, look around and go, like, what would I buy here?
0: Yeah, it's nothing that can actually, like, fuel you. Right,
3: and a can of tuna there where it might be $3 at the store. At the grocery store, it's $8. Yeah. At the convenience store, yeah. no formula sitting there. No. Which, you know, we and know. If it is, it's always like dusty for some reason. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like, why is this dusty? I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I have oh, like, been here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. I do not want to buy this dusty can. I think, though, when, because to be honest, I didn't know what I knew of the good food box program and the good baby box program classic right but I didn't when Christina came in and told me what CDC Quinty was and what you guys provided I was like oh yeah and then in my mind too as someone who makes like a little above minimum wage I was like so you don't have to prove that you
2: no." And right. I think
0: that's big because a lot you're like, well, I don't qualify. But I was saying on another episode with the um, executive director of the, the Queen West Youth Center. Oh, right. As someone who has the means to buy groceries, it's still shot. Like every time I go to a grocery store now, I am like shocked by my bill because I'm like, Two years ago, this would have cost me eighty dollars. I'm now walking out, spending one hundred and forty, exactly. and trying to budget that. And like, you know, you're waiting for payday and all these different yeah. things. It's it's very stressful, and I can't imagine. Like, I don't have kids. Like, right? It, it's just me and my partner. But I can't imagine, you know, having a family on top of that. And I know.
2: Well, you uh, you're more than welcome to come. The fourth Tuesday mm-hmm. of the month is our Belleville pickup day, and they pick up at sixty five Station Street. That's mm-hmm. our office you're more than welcome to come and you can experience firsthand the people that walk through our mm-hmm. door and it's yeah. all walks of life it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. you know the perfect the person that is paying $200 a month for their car mm-hmm. or the person that needed a taxi to go pick up their good food box. Yeah. It's right. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they walk in with the same sense of pride mm-hmm. and belonging because they're paying for it. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. And nobody's judging. No. If you want six, here's six. Let yeah. me help you take it out to your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. It's it's, yeah.
2: it's magical. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Because when you get to see it firsthand that it's everybody mm-hmm. and there's no shame, you know, yeah. You you know it's it's a, it's it's a, a different perfect yeah. program that makes everybody have access to nutritious food,
3: mm-hmm. and, and why not? Yeah, and you know when people think of like they might see the nice car and Well, What's this person doing here? Um, but like it was two or three years ago, this person had come into my office, and they were living in this wealthy neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And she, normally, like she said. Nobody's in poverty or in need in there. But Mm -hmm. her neighbors had lost jobs Mm -hmm. and they still had this huge house payment and they she said they are literally food insecure. So you'd drive by their house and see their car and think, Well, what do they need? But they're using the good food Mm -hmm. box because they can't sell their house right now i mean right now oh yeah if you were going to sell your house or you know i think too food is usually the first thing people cut is that is that right yes Yes, that's it's a very fluid item in our budgets Mm -hmm. right and we've all done it before i've done it before like like, i
2: guess i'll just cut
0: cut back gotta pay the hydro like
3: what am i going to do if the hydro's cut off i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna be able to cook my food you know or Um,
2: having to put that bag of apples back yeah. in the yes. grocery store mm-hmm. because you're going down your list and you're like, okay, eggs are important. Yeah. Maybe yeah. You've got kids. Mm-hmm. Milk is important. Yeah. yeah. So maybe all of a sudden those apples are not important. mm mm-hmm. But in the good fruit in the in the fruit bag, you get three apples, two pears, five bananas. To me, that's like in my mind, that's
0: worth more than ten dollars. But like if yeah, that's wild to me. That's the average. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you know why not? And you can get two, you can get three, you can get two veggies, three fruit, whatever your household needs. Mm -hmm. And you know, I had I have a friend who served in the military, and he said, this would be great. For veterans, Mm -hmm. because a lot of them, their wages are very limited. So, like, you know, I could buy 10 and give them away, Mm -hmm. and nobody's going to judge me? Yeah. And I said, no, absolutely, you know, spread the love. Yeah. Yeah. And during Christmas, we tried to make the Good Food Box... To have items that mm-hmm. you want to serve for your Christmas dinner. Yeah. So we do it the week. We do the second and third Tuesdays because we're closed mm-hmm. that last week in December. And you can come on the third week and buy three—one for you, one for your parents, and one for your grandparents. Yeah, pre-order. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how online
3: pre-order for Belleville and Trenton. You know, you can go online and Mm pre-order. And there's there's not just our location, but several locations that people can pick up depending where they're close to. Right now, our website is being redone. Really? It, yes. Don't look at it right I've now. I've been looking at it. <laughs> I think yeah. it looks good. It, oh, wait till you see the new well, I'm one. I'm excited. Casima yeah. Marketing is doing it um, in the Katrina, next few weeks. Wife, yeah. So. People all over Hastings and Prince Edward County will be able to order online.
0: Because oh, so how do other people do it right now? Like So
3: oh, because, they call. right, they call or like if they're in these other communities where we go to, we're all we always have a community partner in that area. Oh, okay. Right. So whether it's a business or whether it's another not for profit, whatever, people mm-hmm. know that they can go into that building, pay for it. And then that's where they pick oh. it up. So it's a. It's a beautiful system. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Over but,
2: twenty community partners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in the various areas that we service, where we make it accessible for people to be able to come pick up their their food. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, oh yeah. So ordering online will just help people yeah. in those rural areas to not have to go into that place mm-hmm. to order. They can just order and then just go pick up yeah. once a month. So it is just once a month in each area. Um, people would love us to do it once a week. Or <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. already. It's a lot of work. We pack yeah. twice a month because, you know, yesterday we were going north and all those other places. Snowy, you know, when <laughs> yeah. people our volunteer, drivers are amazing. They'll, they'll Do they just, have to
0: have a DZ or they can
3: just drive? They can just drive. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do check their driving record.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but we <laughs> rent <laughs> so, yeah, really. two twenty six foot U Haul trucks a month. Yeah. To deliver all these bags So when I first started I went to uh, the packing site At the fishing game club And I experienced what it was like And it's a very well oiled machine mm-hmm. And then it gets trucked up From Belleville all the way to Bancroft mm-hmm. And it makes stops along the way So oh, Limerick, Maidog, yeah. And it gets dropped off at various locations Where people come and pick up mm-hmm. That they would have to come And pre-order so by having this online system, you only go once. Yeah, because some people don't have a vehicle.
0: No, and it's just getting there. Yeah, it can
2: be. So yeah. it mm-hmm. alleviates that twice going. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just go once to pick up, and it's you know at the community living in uh, Maydoc.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was th- their volunteers that came out and were helping unload. The smiles on their faces mm-hmm. and the excitement yeah. of it's here, it's yeah. here, yeah, it's it's beautiful, yeah. 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 Oh, that's so nice! Yeah,
3: and we're always looking for volunteers. Yeah, I was ask, yeah. Vol- we need volunteers. We have lots of volunteers, but a lot of our volunteers are seniors mm-hmm. and um, don't have the strength to do a lot of yeah. picking up of heavy. Um, they can they can pack the bags, um, or they can help with baby box and mm-hmm. you know load the shelves up and whatever. But they can't do a lot of heavy lifting. We've got this great partnership right now with United Way, and and this has been a great a lot of learning for the community as well because they will find businesses and offer it to businesses. Do you want to have your employees come and help pack for a day and Mm -hmm. just learn about one of our programs that we support because we get support from them. And it's been a great educational tool. (laughs) like all of these businesses, they're bringing five or six employees who have muscle and are younger (laughs) and can lift the boxes and help to load the truck, do Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff. And it's been a huge... Help to us because through COVID we lost a lot yeah. of our volunteers. Wow! Um, so that partnership has been great, but we're always looking for okay. volunteers. I know we, some strong people. Okay, so yeah, into. maybe you guys want yeah. to come as call United Way and say we're going to throw bales
0: of hay around so I, think hey, I can load some food. Boxes. You would be
3: perfect. Why yeah. haven't you been there yet? No, I think I think
0: my partner and I will volunteer. We're very so we were farmers, so we have like okay still farmers at heart will farm again but we're we have you have such a connection to food and like we used to we were like livestock farmers and the local church did food boxes people from the church had to apply for them but we would always donate whatever meat we could. like if we had a surplus of something we would um donate what we could so amazing but i think a lot of people you know one you don't a lot of people don't know where their food comes from now um or how it gets to where it is. Right. Um, and then people just don't know what services to reach out to yeah. if they're in a food desert or food insecure. And I think there is such a huge stigma around being like not able to Afford food. There's like a pride. Yeah, yes,
3: yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of farmers are food insecure themselves. Oh right? yeah. Like here they are growing food or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Someone in the home has to be working outside yeah. the home full time in mm-hmm. order to support the farm. They're passionate about. Yeah farming though right yeah so
0: it's it's I say it's like an addiction because it hurts your whole body but you can't stop yeah <laughs>
2: you can't stop yeah I like, can't stop
0: won't stop just destroying my body and spending all my money <laughs> but it's fun. yeah funny. it's funny it's a good addiction in the yeah end. um so does the do the community gardens that does any of that food go back to good food box or is that just for the people? Yeah, have?
3: it's just for people individually to use themselves. And sometimes they do give it. We um, we do tell them you can give it mm-hmm. to the local food programs. They're always looking for food. We have had people. This is an interesting story. One time a gentleman just wanted to grow food to give to the food programs. And he, he wanted to do it through us. He said, I want to bring it to you. And then you guys can, you'll know where it's needed most. So... The first time he came, he brought like these two huge recycling bags, the big white ones, mm-hmm. full of lettuce. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Yeah. And Salvation Army was able to feed lettuce salad, they added other things mm-hmm. to people, 100 people for three days. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, with that one. Yeah. Donation. Yeah. So it was so crazy. And he kept bringing in stuff. Ooh, of course, lettuce so just keeps growing oh, yeah. and growing, yes. right? Yeah. That's a good one. I know. So he did that all summer and it was amazing. So, I mean, people can do that with the gardens if they mm-hmm. want to. Um, but
2: it's hard because we need 8,000 potatoes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so like, it's very hard for you to say, Christina, I got you next week. Yeah. It's like, like 20 you potatoes. potatoes. I know. So that, and you're <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. It might yeah. not be the. Uh, the temperature that you mm-hmm. needed to yield yeah potatoes. so
3: specific like I so, need a thousand yeah. cucumbers on tuesday november 14th at 8 a.m yeah that is actually <laughs> one thing about
0: farming that's so funny because like we had pigs and people are like i want bacon and i'm like okay i only get like 15 pounds back on oh, a pig wow. and they're like no I want more bacon I'm like I can only get bacon from one part of the pig but it's like people are like no I want it right now yeah. and I want this much and I'm like it's not going to happen but I'm so glad we're having this conversation but I think it is good to educate people on the time it takes because everyone's so used to like right now right yes let's yeah. let's get yeah. it and I'm like it yeah. well, has to
2: grow back to what Ruth was saying you know the community gardens are on a first come first mm-hmm. serve. They're free. We provide the soil and the water. Oh, yes. So and you can do wildflowers. You can do one veggie, three veggies, or you can jam pack and grow. You know, yeah, a, a beautiful garden of food. And I've found that people will give it to their neighbors, mm-hmm. their family, their friends, and it keeps the canning. Mm-hmm. Traditions right. gone. Oh yeah, which yeah. a lot of young Love people candy. don't know how to do. No, right. So yeah. they 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 buy everything at the mm-hmm. store. So what your grandparents or great grandparents used to do and preserve the food right. to mm-hmm. last you for the winter, that is,
3: it's, it's gone. An, it's it's a lost. It's, art. Yeah, it yeah. is.
2: It is. Like my neighbor has taught me how to make jam mm-hmm. and red pepper jelly. Yeah. pickled eggs. Things wow. that you take for granted because you go to the store and it's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think those traditions with the gardens, people are keeping alive in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's,
3: yeah. it's so nice to see. Yeah. And it definitely is coming back. I yeah. Think.
0: I think there's like a wave of I do too. young people who yeah. are like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. I can homestead. You yeah. know, a lot of homesteading yes. yes. yeah. is coming back, which yeah. is nice.
2: And also people, you know, want to eat more organic or yeah. more local. Right. So by having it in your own backyard, mm-hmm. you know where it's coming yeah. from. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Eating really good grown oh. food. When I first started like farming in the county in university, on, once the tomatoes came in and we would be harvesting like so many tomatoes, but I had this bad habit where I'd like harvest to eat one oh, yeah. yes, yes. and then I like my mouth would just be like uh, so acidic I was so like well good. I need to stop but yeah. they're so good Yeah.
3: Yes.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> can you talk about the funding and how it's all funded and how you get funding
3: yeah well a lot of it is through grants right now we do get Hastings County and United Way and some other grants um, that we apply for as they come up City mm-hmm. of Belleville, City of Quinney West, Prince Otia. Edward County we have an OTF grant uh, right now. Christina's position, yeah, yeah. We did apply for the Red Cross one; had one as well, and we have a volunteer coordinator mm-hmm. there now. So it's a lot of looking for looking for money and finding it, but then it's also raising money and donations. We do charity bingos, which we also need volunteers for too, at the Lions Hall on the East End. Do you need
0: callers? I call (laughs) the bingo. So if Ruth
2: Ruth says bingo, you go up and you check the numbers and you call it back (gasps) to the person. Love that. And then you go get the money and you bring it. And if you've never been to a bingo hall, (laughs) oh my gosh. It's I feel like it's it wild. It's like women set up their yeah. tables and oh, they have yeah.
3: got all
2: sorts of when colors.
0: can I come in the play bingo? bingo. Yeah. bingo well,
3: we have a schedule. I can let okay. you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let me know. Also, I'll put it on our community calendar. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That'd be amazing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That because we're great.
3: looking for volunteers for sure, yes. and then a lot of our volunteers do play as well. Mm-hmm. So they might volunteer for us and be a collar like yeah. your dream.
0: And uh <laughs> My dreams are big. as yeah, you can tell. <laughs> I'm just
3: like finding out your your dreams. Um so yeah, then you could stay yeah, and, play and still play. Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. like that so that would be a so we, we do that in other fundraisers. And in fact Christina is organizing one now and for December. And um
2: it's our first ever fundraising online auction. Mm-hmm. It runs from the 8th till the 15th of December. I am very excited for the prices that I've got uh, so far and looking forward to what Mm -hmm. it brings back and if it could be something that the agency runs moving forward. Uh, It's led me to meet a lot of community partners as well. And while I was out looking for prizes in August People didn't know who we were. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to because Ruth has been so successful in writing grants for so many years. She doesn't do golf tournaments or mm-hmm. galas or anything like that. So it's like we're Belleville's best kept secret mm-hmm. nonprofit agency because mm-hmm. we are successful. And the people that use us know about it. Mm-hmm. But in the bigger scheme of of the city or hast- nor- uh, Hastings, North, these things in prince edward county right <laughs> hp yeah, yeah hp uh, you no know, people don't yeah don't know right so it's it's been quite the journey of educating people mm-hmm. and i think that when you talk passionately about something people believe in you yeah. right so i would walk out of wherever i was 90% of the time with something in hand yeah because they're like oh my god i totally support you mm-hmm. here you go good luck yeah so it's been, it's been really nice. And as part of, you know, my position is also finding ways or other avenues that the agency can find funds mm-hmm. or partnerships, long-time partnerships. We are extremely thankful for the donors that we have right now. We have monthly donors. We have mm-hmm. businesses that donate. But if, you know, in the grander scheme of things, it would be awesome if a community partner said, you know what? I'll cover the U-Hauls for the year mm-hmm. or let me cover your gas. Because if we don't have those costs, it means that we don't have to raise the, the price of the good food mm-hmm. box, the good baby box, the, the fruit bag. And it makes it accessible to even more people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's part of what I'm trying to create awareness about the agency mm-hmm. is you know not the little fifty dollars. No, don't say that. It, fifty dollars. We is like a the lot. fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they go All a long way. Every, like, yeah. f- if you donate twenty dollars a month, mm-hmm. you're feeding, you're buying a good food box for somebody. Mm-hmm. If you donate a hundred dollars a month, you're helping buy formula for the good food box.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's we're going now to long-term care homes. And educating the elderly Mm -hmm. that, you know, have been brought to the area, maybe don't know about the area and Teaching them about the agency mm-hmm. and hoping that maybe they leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. And because. Tesos. So yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. they retirement home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's yeah. it's it's finding other avenues.
3: Mm-hmm. Because it's like
0: thinking outside the box a bit. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Just broadening that funding base. And I so think it isn't.
0: In this day and age, you kind of have to. Everything's just thinking yes. outside the box and how to yeah. get the word out there.
3: Yeah. And
2: the younger people are. Donating differently mm-hmm. or allocating their dollars somewhere yeah. else, right? So in a way we have to think of the people that are retiring mm-hmm. that are retired. Right. What are they gonna do with their money when they pass? And a lot of people do leave money for what they died of. Mm-hmm. Cancer, Alzheimer's, right. which are all great mm-hmm. causes. But they also ate. Yeah. And they ate well. Why not leave money? For something that provides food mm-hmm. for the for the living or the communities that you live in,
3: yeah, right. that's Good so point. important. Yeah, it is. Good. It is. You're inspiring. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay. So the it's an
2: auction
0: that's starting on December eighth. Yes, December have? the eighth. Does it have what's it called? Is it called uh, something?
2: Well, I'm. I don't know. It's. Kind of last-minute shopping. I don't. I
3: Ruth, come up with a pun. I know. I know. I'm sure I'll come up with some pun for it. We're we're just debating about that now. Yeah. So
2: and because it's the first time I've personally ever done this, and the agency um, has ever run something like this. It would be a dream come true if we raised at least five thousand dollars. if it's more, you know what? I think I will take out Ruth for a very nice dinner and celebrate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, because it's taught me Mm -hmm. a lot, and it's you know I was able to give something Mm -hmm. back to the agency that wasn't quote unquote part of my contract the first year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's it's I'm very very much looking forward. It'll be online. Okay. Uh, it'll also be on our website. Uh, we can send you the link mm-hmm. when it goes live. We've got cases of wine from the county. We've got dinner tickets. We've got exciting spa tickets. Uh, some fun surprises from out of uh, out of the area, and uh, we're just hoping to create a lot of buzz. Yeah, and see where where it lands and where where what we get from
3: it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, exciting. I know. Yeah. Well, it is exciting. We'll yeah. do what we can on Thank our you. side. Thank awesome. You. Get the hype going.
3: Yeah. We'll have a great name for it.
0: So. Yes. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be really good. No
3: pressure. No, no pressure. Now we're really ah, under yeah. pressure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, is there anything? Oh, can you just tell me the stats cuz the numbers are wild like the
3: numbers are wild for baby boxes last year we delivered like over 7900 <laughs> baby boxes in Hastings and Prince Edward wow. County, so and that includes formula, diapers, uh, and wipes. Um, so a lot of families are using that program right now. There's a diaper drive going on. Oh, and it hasn't been as successful as we'd like it to mm-hmm. be. So, um so anybody, it's still going on. It's people, still okay. going on. If people want to drop off a case of diapers or a smaller package of diapers, mm-hmm. we're, or money. Um, we're, you know, looking for that right now. It's kind of behind where it's usually at. We're looking for 20,000 diapers. Okay, So yeah. the, good,
2: the Good Baby box is 20 diapers and a package of wipes for $6.50. And you can get that weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're open Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9.30 to 4.30. You just have to come register uh, as, a, as a parent. And then after that, anybody in your family can come pick up for your child. If a mother... Were to use the Good Baby Box on the baby's first year of life, mm-hmm. she or the family unit could save close to a thousand dollars. Wow! Which could be allocated to other household expenses. And we all know that when you go on mat leave, your income mm-hmm.
0: is cut. It's yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So by using the Good Baby Box program, we're leveraging your costs, mm-hmm. and you can put that money towards other expenses. And we also have formula. That we, you can purchase, and it's close to $20 cheaper than what
3: you would get at the grocery
0: store. Oh, I bet. I feel like formula is so expensive. It's it so is.
3: expensive, and we've had a huge crisis yeah. in North America. Oh, we yeah. even yes, been able to yeah. get yeah. formula yeah, it like It's gotten so it bad has that
2: all the grocery stores... Either keep it under lock and key mm-hmm. oh,
0: or
3: wow. at,
2: at the front yeah, because people are stealing, stealing it. Well, it's expensive. It yeah,
3: you a... can't feed your baby. You're going to do it. If, you, if I challenge anybody to go in when you're grocery shopping or you're anywhere, Walmart, whatever, go and look at what's mm-hmm. there on the shelf. Right now, it isn't a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't get Infamil. We can't get Good Start. And what's available for parents is $70, $80. And like that, your child's going to go through that in a week yeah. or less than a week. And it, it's not affordable. Um, Canada really needs to do something and step up Um with this formula crisis because everything's dependent on outside sources Mm -hmm. and you know if one thing i would have thought we would have learned from the pandemic um is that we need to be more self-sustainable as a country yeah like and everything can't be trucked in talk about farming and talk about all of that we need to be more self-sustainable so um bev our baby box coordinator has been really good at just Getting formula from everywhere that it was possibly available, and calling the manufacturers mm-hmm. and just bugging them in a oh, good wow. way. Yeah. I Don't know. Mean, I think I met her once, but she, I love the yeah. sounds of yeah. her. Yeah. She sounds she is, great. It's awesome. She's this perfect. Is her
0: baby, it's program. her. Oh, like there's, a it. <laughs> there's a pond. There's a pond. We got there. Yeah, yeah, we got
3: that there. This says on
0: your website: it says that diaper collections and like today but can people keep oh, donating yeah. we always? Take them okay. all the time Perfect. and then yeah. just
2: to clarify on that we because we want to give families the best we take Huggies and Pampers okay uh, we will take others and we will mm mm-hmm. m-
3: we package them up so it's cheaper and we might say to someone, "Oh, for two bucks, you can oh, have this okay. yeah, for yeah. 20." But our, but our
2: baby box program is, is how you only half the yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: yeah. We just no like bad. to keep that quality. So yeah, I mean, then the food box program last year was like 33 between 33 and 34,000 good food boxes packed which is wow. crazy. Before the pandemic it was around 11 or 12,000 a year. That like speaks volumes yes. though. And for the what's numbers happening.
2: haven't gone down. Yeah.
3: No. So They're not going Matter down fact, because they're going up. Oh, I as bet. you said, people are looking at the grocery store going and I literally get anxiety in the grocery
0: store. I I'm know. like, oh
3: I know. Well, I mean, I used to have to go around with a calculator. Mm -hmm. I had a certain amount of money to spend and, and, you know, early marriage and stuff. And when our kids were young and I literally went around with a calculator Mm and thought, oh, that's going to go over budget. So I'm going to have to choose this instead of this. So I know what it's like, you know, and I can't even imagine, like you said, if you had kids and you're trying to feed them and give them food for their lunches and feed them healthy meals, it's, it's virtually
2: I have two impossible. boys and they're eating Oh my me. goodness. Bet. Oh yeah, I
3: buy. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: My 17-year-old is like I'm hungry. They like, never stop eating. Ate. They never. <laughs> no. They I'm never like, stop what? eating.
3: Yeah. yeah. I know. Like So, yeah, the numbers are high. And, you know, we do hope to build more raised beds so that Mm -hmm. that is a free program. People just need to register so that people could start to save money, grow Mm -hmm. their own food. Yeah. um, So if you
2: have a piece of land that you're wanting to donate to CDC, reach out. Yeah. yeah. We will will build the
3: gardens. We'll build the beds. Yeah. And provide the dirt and stuff. But you would need to provide the land and the water. We've partnered with a lot of churches. Okay. Because churches have land. And they have water, yeah, right. That and makes so, sense. And they're they're charitable as yeah. well, right? They're hopefully church members that are the most charitable people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give us the land, and we just go in, we build them, and um, we take care of all the admin. Mm-hmm. So that's all the church or the building or the land wherever your wherever your business is or whatever. I'd love to just see them all over the yeah. place. So no matter where you lived in Belleville, because there's lots of apartments that people don't have land, no matter where they lived within walking distance, there would be a garden they could go in. Yeah,
0: my uh, my like uh thesis project in fourth year was on urban agriculture. Oh my goodness. Cool. I started the Urban Agriculture Club at Queens. Wow. To
3: try to get Good people to oh, grow wow.
0: vegetables because yeah. it's silly that.
3: So you could come and... Maybe talk to our gardeners sometime.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't You're a
2: farmer. <laughs> yeah. I
0: was like, all my undercover things I don't yeah.
2: talk about. <laughs> okay. What well, wow. we have uh, in Foxborough mm-hmm. is beside a retirement home. So those beds were made high up. So if you have a oh, walker, you, can still. you don't oh, have yeah. to down. Oh, that's so So smart. they are elderly friends. Yeah.
0: They're accessible, mm-hmm. yes, oh, and it's that. cement
2: pads, yeah. so they can wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, so it's
0: wow. it's
2: a beautiful program.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we also have garden beds at United Way. Yes, in I've back. seen those.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: the church on Palmer, Um
3: Quinney Alliance, yep. Salvation Army, Salvation up there. Army. Yeah. Wow. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. So we do have there. It is spread quite quite a bit around the city, mm-hmm. but we'd just like to. Have more. Grow more, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're gonna link
0: everything in the show notes. I've had you for about an hour. Is there anything oh. I missed that you want to mm. touch on?
3: I don't know. Like, I feel like you covered a lot. We did okay. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: She okay. can't thank retire. You. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, you so much. Yeah, you can't retire. <laughs> uh, this has uh, been great. I'm shut her down. <laughs> thank
1: you. okay
3: Thank you. That was amazing.
1: Which yeah. is a lie for me because I haven't actually listened to the episode yet. It was good. I know it's amazing. I mean, there's good jokes, there's good puns, and their online
0: auction I believe starts on December eighth. We'll share a link too we'll in our stories. Sh- yeah, we'll share the link, and I'm sorry, I believe it's the eighth to the fifteenth. That's exciting. So next Friday, I think it launches. Nice. And obviously food prices are high. The cost of formula, like we talk about that, it's, there's, insane. it's insane out there. And I think this program's really good for the people who don't necessarily qualify for the food bank
1: mm-hmm.
0: or for whatever reason don't want to use the food bank. It's just another way.
1: Yeah, because they, the they just staples. It's just like because you don't really have to qualify. No,
0: you just register and you yeah. pay ten dollars and you get like twenty dollars. You can order online now. Yes, you can. They have a new website, but I think it's just a really good program. And they're doing a lot. We talk a lot in the episode about because they have community gardens all over. Yeah. Um. So we talk a lot the about the fresh or was it food,
1: fresh for all or something? Yeah. We'll I can't like remember. It. I know what the logo looks like. It's a carrot. It's a
0: carrot. Yeah. No, I, that was a joy of an episode and I say it in the episode and this happens a lot when we have organizations on is I feel bad. Like I know the name, but I don't necessarily know what they do.
1: Oh yeah. I think that's a lot of like organizations, Mm -hmm. especially like not, not for profits. Like, like you hear the name everywhere, but you don't necessarily have like a general idea of what they do, but. And I think it's because like in the past, a lot of the times I've been very privileged that I don't need some services. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People are asking about it more and more on like Facebook groups and to be able to know what resources we have in the community to help direct people to those resources, I think is just a good human thing to do. And to toot our own horn. I
0: I love like all the episodes we do, but there is I really enjoy that we can have not for profits on just to give them yeah. like, a little extra time to tell people. What, what they, they do and have that audio mm-hmm. version of it um, instead of just you know written words or
1: having Facebook, you know, Facebook. Or, yeah. So it's, it's just a little bit more personal, mm-hmm. and you get to know the people behind the organization mm-hmm. and like how they got there and stuff. Yeah, which I think is really powerful. Well, yeah, because it's like everybody has a story, right? Mm-hmm. It's December officially, so
0: we're moving into the holiday season. Mm-hmm. It's getting gonna get wild. We have one. More recording, we do, yes. One more next week, and we are set until the new year. Yeah, we'll be reaching out to people to like start booking for the new year, but this didn't happen last year. We literally recorded between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, we are taking two weeks off this year because end of December mental wellness that is just like vacation mode. It's literally the last week of December, first week of January. Yeah, There's no. a lot going on. We don't need to be editing and recording. It's just a nice little break for mm-hmm. us. And you guys not having to listen to us. <laughs> and you're going on vacation. So I'm kind of excited we're taking a break. Mm-hmm. We're going to reconfigure some things. Yep. Do some housekeeping because we haven't done that in how many? Ep- 74. four. Seventy Yeah. It will be like probably close to... 79 episodes by the time yeah. Christmas comes. So we're doing some housekeeping and some reconfiguration. Not of how
1: the podcast works, like logistics. I Logistical guess. things. I'm trying to think what else. Snaps. Yeah. okay, you go. I want to give snaps to Emily because she's growing a baby. She's growing a baby. Um, and I know that shit is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's just growing a person is freaking hard. And she's just Working and doing her thing, and I just just really love her. Yeah, who do I want to give snaps to?
0: I'm gonna give snaps to Shar um, and mm-hmm. Maddie because they're covering my butt when I go away in just January and dog sitting for me. Oh, that's so nice. And having reactive dogs, as you know from last episode, is challenging. Mm-hmm. But they have graciously said they will do it, and I really appreciate that because there's a lot of stress. When you go away with reactive dogs, of Mm -hmm. being comfortable with the people watching them. So I'm really, really thankful for that. I
1: also want to give a shout out to Josh from Blog BoQ, yeah, for bringing us Flossies, and shout out to Flossies for making a, for dope, making sandwich a dope sandwich, sandwich. and latkes. <laughs>
0: also, go check out Flossies because it's it's been uh, redone a I think little bit. I might bit. go today at lunch. I was th- it's so funny because the day Josh brought us the sandwich like that, I don't know if I manifested this, but the morning that morning I was like, oh, I want to go to Flot, like I want to go to the deli like and check it out. I haven't been since it kind of happened, mm. and then Josh showed up with Flossies. That was such a good day. Such a good day. Oh, those latkes, though.
1: I know. I'm like, I just want to go for those.
0: Yeah. And, like, really, I don't have anything else except, like,
1: remember, holidays are a lot. Mm-hmm. Remember to be kind to yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm already stressed about, like, gift giving and all those things. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. No. No.
0: If people aren't going to like you because you don't give them a gift, boundaries.
3: I
1: also, like, have this thing where I don't do that. I don't care if you give me a gift. Oh, I'm making you a Christmas ornament. Oh, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I think I I think I know I'm getting you something. No, you're not. No, I am, because I've wanted to get it for you for a while, and this is just an excuse. Okay, well, then I'm going to, because I had something coming in the mail for you, so now I'm going to wait to give it to you. <laughs> Okay, we'll do a gift reveal.
0: I hate um, should I do soccer corner? Because <laughs> I, I played soccer Yes, absolutely. Day. Tell
1: me about soccer.
0: <sighs> so, I play on team Tim and Lana Paint Houses with the one and only Lana.
1: Fuck yeah, Lana.
0: I've played defense my whole life. Yeah. I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. I'm not a track star. Actually, I was a track star. I was a shot putter. But let's face it. I was it's a, a shot putter. Beefy. It's <laughs> all the beefy girls doing shot put, But. Last night we didn't have enough forwards and like the defense were all there. I was like, I guess I'll play forward. Never done this in my life. I did it. It's a lot of running. I was very tired. The problem is I play forward like I play defense. How was
1: that? Like aggressively.
0: Oh, cool. I th- I I was told by my soccer coach in grade 9 mm-hmm. like I'm I'm good at soccer, but I lack finesse. <laughs> I think I'm only good at sports cuz I throw my body. I'm so, so sorry to other teams I play because I know I just, I have, lose all control of my body. I, I'm so spastic. Lana said to me last night, she's like, you're good at this. We just have to work on your coordination. I'm like, I'm 28. I don't think it's getting better at this point. Like, I think it's going downhill, you know? My peripherals are off. My perception's forgetting off.
1: forgetting you're like 28.
0: I know. Aww. I'm a baby. A baby. But um, I have a wicked bruise on my knees. I've, your bruise is pretty badass. Oh, I've had some wild, like when I first started dating Jeanette, we Mm -hmm. were cleaning out the top of the barn, you know, great first month of dating activity. And I fell, my leg fell through a hole. Nice. And I, I pulled myself out and I went to Jeanette. I was like, I just fell through like a hole in the barn. She goes, scary, isn't it? Doesn't say, are you okay? Jeanette, I love you. And I (laughs) like, I totally get it. Scary, isn't but that's it? all she said. I was like, How many times has this? And once she fell through the barn, both legs and the way that the things she fell between were like when she pushed on them, they pushed in on her. I hate that. Yeah, like the craziest injuries happen farming. It seems very unsafe. I was bit by a pig once. How, what did you do to the pig? Did you deserve I was going to in, in to feed them, and then she just was feisty. She,
3: she bit was like, me hard. No,
0: babe. Oh. Yeah, I think that was like I'm gonna eat you. But yeah, then I had a bruise all down my leg from falling through the barn, That's and crazy. I was working at Carson's, and it was in the summer, and I would wear shorts, and everyone was like, "What happened to you?" I was like, "I'm
1: fine." All through fell a through the barn. No like, big deal. Cool. I'm fine. Badass. That's my soccer update. That's a great soccer update. It's not. Yeah. It's so I feel shorty. like we need to have lit on. I want her on. Why isn't she coming on? I'll talk to her. Please. She wears the baby's <laughs> Baby <Queenie> hat everywhere. <sighs> Like is
0: her face sweet baby angel?
1: Okay, I'll harass her. Is what? she going to Tweed? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll just bug her though. Yeah. Be like, hey, 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 yeah, hey. I'm going to hey, see you. the hey. Tweed and Co. line of
0: Oz. It's a Pantone. Pantone.
1: Pantone's the color company. What's
0: a Pantone? A Panto. Panto. Close. Close. Similar letters. Same letters. Like just an extra literally one. the same letter. Two extra two. <laughs> Self-diagnosed dyslexia, you know, how it is. And yep. I'm excited. So you can still get tickets for that mm-hmm. if you want. LalaX Femme's new Location store is this opening weekend. this weekend. So very exciting. That is very and exciting.
1: go check out, like, this holiday season, remember to shop local. There's so many local people. I think people. that is, I know that if I go to Your Creative Junction right now, that I can knock off everything for my mother. Yeah. Because she would love the stuff Honestly, kids too. Like they have so much stuff. Yeah. Like I'm just, and then who else do we know? Like if you have a coffee lover in your life. Break room or Grindervine. Or Benji's. Benji's. Yeah. Grindervine has like Um, merch now. The Grange has like
0: holiday dinners happening. Oh, that's adorable. Um, They had Santa the other week. Yeah. It was
1: adorable.
0: There's holiday markets happening that have a lot of our guests like popping up at them. Gift Kagoodle, cards. You can get Kagoodle. Cookie Mama. Yeah. She's doing a pop-up at Carson's and she's at Midtown Holiday Market this oh, weekend. Oh, that's what I wanted to do too. And like also think about those activities you can give gift cards to that would really help local things like the, the Quinny Museum. Yep. Um, just big shout out there. That would
1: be like a really fun like afternoon. Like take your kid for lunch mm-hmm. and then go see some dinosaurs and some whales. Yeah. These are just, just remember as you're
0: shopping to, to think about the local people. Yeah. That's what I want to leave it
1: on. That's a, that's a great okay, bye. place to go. See ya. The Babies of Quinty
0: podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and InQuinty.ca.